The following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. Listening to Fair Point. I'm Craig Lewis. I'm Nathan Capiser. This is so awesome. Uh, with us today, we have two gentlemen honoring us with their presence: Mr. David Flora, Mr. Dave Stecco. Thank hey, you so guys. much for being here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's, it's a pleasure. Yeah, this is awesome. If you're not familiar, they run a podcast called Blurry Photos. They're two men who are much better at their jobs than we are. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's not true. I mean. For the interest of people coming to the podcast, yes, it's true. It's very but, true. But for, <laughs> they'll they'll figure out quickly that you guys are running a tighter ship. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, I think we'll let the people be the judge of that one. Yeah, our ship's falling apart at the seams at any <laughs> any given minute. But, uh, but I um, love the cult. So, yeah. how, how long have you guys been friends? Or I, I mean, I actually guess I'm assuming that you are friends. Wow, I guess. Four years? Yeah, something like that. Just yeah. two Daves up and decided to do a podcast? Uh, yeah, we both were in Chicago's kind of improv scene, and uh, I used to be on a team with Flora's girlfriend, actually. Sounds and, spicy. Uh, and we just kind of met here and there, and then we uh, were on a, uh, an improv team together called Damascus Steel for uh, a number of years. We we started actually doing a podcast uh, with Damascus Steel, which was a lot of fun. Uh, but I think we all just kind of got busy with life, right. which happens. And, yeah, that always happens. Capital ill. In in that podcast, uh, this is Flora talking. By the way, if if you're listening, yeah, know. I guess that but that should be clear. I'm Dave Stecco. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, in that podcast, I would throw up uh, a segment each episode where I got out there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can, can you can you explain? I feel like out that's there? somewhat vague. Yeah, well, you're gonna narrow that down. That's, yeah, because the topic was uh, pretty vague itself. So, actually, <laughs> uh, Flora had a section of our podcast that we've turned into the totality of our current podcast, right. Blurry Photos. It was just okay things of the bizarre, of of the unknown, or or just something he thought that was interesting of the occultish nature, and we would, uh, we were all comedians, so we would all just, you know, ham it up and, and joke about it, and mm-hmm. then uh, once uh, Damascus Steel broke up, Flora had the idea to, he's like, hey, do you, do you want to do a podcast again? That was fun to do. Yeah. What if we just did, did the whole podcast and talked about weird stuff? That was, that was about a year ago. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you have any, uh, names that didn't make it that blurry photos beat out oh yeah, man we did. yeah we had a uh, huge list we, uh, we, i mean we threw a bunch of stuff at the wall most of it literal feces yeah <laughs> uh like 3 a.m thoughts or something like that. yeah it, that's not the exact but it's something along those lines Chilling with squatch got cut out huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I, did. I think one of them was something about like disreputable science or yeah. Man, there was some there was some that I was really enjoying too. And now that you've asked me, of course, it's like you know asking somebody you know like, oh who sings that song and you know it <laughs> until they ask. Right. I like blurry but, photos though. It's it's iconic. It's rolls off the tongue. It's already got its own like those two words mean something now. You know. Yeah, it, it works out. It works out well. Like uh, I, we're we're pretty happy with it. We were glad that there's nothing else on iTunes with that name. Right. <laughs> That was a nice bonus. But we are mad at uh, the dude in San Francisco or wherever that that, uh, is an actual photographer who owns BlurryPhotos.com. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, you're, under, you're undercutting your own business, man. Yeah, dude. These guys, of course, we, we should have let in with this. If you're interested in hearing their podcast, you can find them at BlurryPhotos.org. You can, of course, also find them on iTunes. Uh, Flora, I see in your bio that you're a filmmaker. Yeah. I was really interested in that. I'd, I'm, I'd love to hear about some of the work that you've done or that you're, if you have something you're working on or whatever you can tell us about that. Oh, sure. Um, so I, I've kind of taught myself guerrilla filmmaking. Uh, I didn't go to school for it or anything like that. I just got a camera, got Final Cut, and then, you know, got YouTube and, and learned how to put together uh, videos and stuff. And me and some of my uh, friends from the comedy scene here in Chicago would get together and write up sketches, and then we would uh, uh, film them. So basically what I've been doing for the past few years is putting up sketch comedy videos on YouTube, and that's under the channel Corn Man Production. And and so we, we just, we have a couple series on there, and then we've mostly got just a bunch of, you know, short, silly videos. We haven't done anything in a while, but we're just kind of writing scripts and, and trying to find time to scrape together to, to do more, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. We know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear that out there? Go to, what was it? Corn Man, that's all one word, Productions. Corn Man uh, Productions. By, by way of explanation, Corn Man is his dog's favorite toy. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. like a chew toy. It's like a little sure, man. Sure. Yeah. Is, he, is he in your corn with a face? Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. and, and legs and arms. Is that, a, is that a cryptid of some sort? It should <laughs> be. It should be, yeah. The celery stalks Nebraska's at midnight. The <laughs> Corn Man. Omaha, city <laughs> under siege. <laughs> Um, Stecco, I see in I see in your bio that you're thirty four percent robot. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty I badass. I I'll tell you, I always have a hard time with bios. I, I always feel awkward putting down real information in a bio. Like I'm, it's not like some request for privacy. As a matter of fact, David Flora directed uh, a show that I was in uh, about a year and a half ago, and it was tell them what it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It. Yeah, you guys will love this. It was uh, a friend of ours from our improv group wrote a musical called Yojo, a real American hip hop musical. Okay. And, and so it was it was a G.I. Joe rapping musical. <laughs> oh my God. The, one of the, the, the stage manager got really upset with me because I, I just never, when it comes time to bio, I never want to write like, David Stecco studied the following at Colorado State. I just always <laughs> makes me feel like weird. So I just like, oh, Dave Stecco wrestles badgers in his free time <laughs> when he's not curing, uh, you know, monkey psychosis. Uh, Those are some and so good and she got in my face about it. She was like, I really, I'm really disappointed that you're not taking this seriously i'm like i it's it's a gi joe rapping musical i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it, which it was a great show and it was a ton of fun but yeah i, I get in trouble for that uh, so i i apologize that maybe my my bio is not the most enlightening actually thing. no your bio I... made we we laughed we giggled over it it's pretty <laughs> awesome and i do have to say that i've always wanted to be a filmmaker but my desire to be partially robot predates my desire to be a filmmaker yeah. by a good few years so 
you know what? Go with that. <laughs> uh, if, if the option to have like an iPod installed in me ever popped up, which it will in my lifetime, uh, sign me up. I'll do it. But I, by in interest of, of some genuine information, uh, I did I did go to Colorado State University, uh, which is the home of, with his home of Ram Pride in beautiful Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, I got I, my degree in entomology. You got, uh, your, start, you got your degree in theology. Uh, entomology. Insects, oh, okay. Bugs. Gotcha. You're a bug man. I'm a bug man. I love insects. That's oh. pretty they're, awesome. Because they're tiny robots. Robot. And then I, I moved to Chicago to do comedy. I that's my thing. So do you do stand up comedy? I do occasionally, yeah. Which That's pretty is, cool. Which is difficult. It's you would think that just getting on stage and making it up would be harder, but that's that's your safety net. You're like, I don't know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. But, but like when you sit at home and write, you know, your five minute open mic set, and you're like, no, I, I really tried here. So if this isn't funny, I genuinely fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've got a I've got a video. It's a sketch that was uh, done at Second City that um, one of the writers put up. For a thing called beef soy, where I played a, a cantankerous uh, Texas beef baron of sorts. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm briefly in uh, uh, one or two of David Flora's uh, fine creations, but I don't really have a lot of stuff online, uh, and it's certainly okay. nothing that I ever put up. You, you know what's uh, what's funny though? We keep talking about doing videos from some of the characters and, and ideas that we come up with on the podcast. Uh, so we're, we're going to seriously write down some of these in, in like commercial form or, you know, just like 30 second to a minute long little hits and put them up on, on the Blurry Photos uh, YouTube page. That so, yeah. awesome. is fucking awesome. I got to say, one of my favorite characters is uh, the Scottish guys. We, we, you know, we got a lot of mileage out of that on stage as well. <laughs> yeah, for real. yeah, I love it. You guys... The voices are great. Um, where did this whole, like, when did the whole interest in the paranormal and the unexplained and all this, when did that start? What was the genesis of that? I'll tell you, for me uh, in particular, it's always been uh, a part of what I have uh, enjoyed back through middle school when I would get, like, Greek mythology books and, and stuff like that, and I, I would just, you know, read those, and something about them really uh, fascinated me. I had um, <laughs> these toys, which I've mentioned on the po- on our podcast, a yes. couple of uh, the monsters in my pocket. Yes! Those things, oh, oh I love them. Me too, and, uh, me too. I still have so- a whole bunch of them sitting in a bucket. I fucking loved those things. I was going <laughs> to ask you guys about those. Uh, I've told my parents to, to go through boxes and see if they can find more, because I only found a few the last time I was home. I'd, I'd like to imagine <laughs> that there was some sort of, like, just screaming, This isn't all of them, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> Where's my T-Rex when it was worth 25 points? <laughs> you better not have sold it at a yard sale, so help me God. Did you oh. ever have the mountain, the mountain display case? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted it so bad. I didn't have it though. There was there was Mount Pocketmore. <laughs> it was kind of uh, like it was like the Darth Vader head, except uh, not yeah. Darth Vader or a head. So I guess it wasn't like the Darth Vader head, but so close. <laughs> it was a head that was just like Vader's shoulders. <laughs> I actually did have that 
And I'm very upset that I have no idea whatsoever happened to that. It's, it's just it's, gone. It's the same thing that happened to every kid. Like, you're off uh, at college or elsewhere, and your mom just sees it in the garage. She's like, oh, fuck this stuff. He's yeah. never going to know. And by the time he knows, it'll be way too late. <laughs> yeah. Who, that's where who, all toys evaporate, too. A Darth Vader collector's case from 1978? That's not going to be worth anything, no. Yeah, no. Get rid of it. That's stupid. <laughs> This I'll pick this thing up for the last damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to yeah, where where this interest comes from. That's it, it's a lot of that stuff. Just uh, a fascination with it. And at my last job, I got to listen to podcasts and stuff like that. And I I found Mysterious Universe, which is a fun uh, podcast. Yeah, some fine Australian gentlemen. <laughs> they they talk about uh, all kinds of weird paranormal stuff, cryptids and conspiracies and all that junk. And and it just sort of kept stoking the the fire. How all good gumbos do, the more ingredients you throw in, it just kind of steeped, you know, last year until I was like, fine, it's time to eat this. (laughs) (laughs) Serve it up. Serve it. So so that's where I, I came from with it. I, you know, I have always just been fascinated by just the, the, the weird stuff. Like, I, I really enjoyed, like, uh, you know, all the shows growing up about aliens and, and uh, those things. When I was a kid, they used to scare me to death. Like, unexplained mysteries and stuff. Yep, yeah. I came from the same place. I loved watching them, and I would be frightened. I would hope I'd get abducted by aliens, and I would be horrified of it at the same time. Yeah, I and I remember as a kid, you know, they had uh, those, you know, like the scholastic book things. When you're a kid, you get to like order the books. Yeah, and like the book fair. Yeah, and yeah. it seems like the books showed up like five years later, but you know, it was probably like two weeks. You know, like three weeks later, they show up, and you're like, I don't even remember this. <laughs> I got this book called America's Favorite Monsters, and it had a thing about the Mothman, and I remember just thinking, and because in the in the story, I remember this so clearly. It talked about the appearance where the mothman these people are watching tv they look and the mothman's just looking in their window (laughs) and they and they all run out the back door to get away from it and and even as a child like eight years old i was like are you kidding now you're in mothman's world (laughs) you were in your home i Um, remember being uh similarly like mind equals blown over learning about the mothman story and everything obviously the first ones you hear about are bigfoot and the loch ness monster and then uh the mainstream media's dandies you mean (laughs) (laughs) i i seem to sense you guys have a grudge against these so-called a-list cryptids (laughs) that's right we hate the (laughs) a-listers you're cryptid snobs that's right we're 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 cryptid tipsters It's 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 gratifying to, to work territory that uh, the Discovery Channel hasn't humped into oblivion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and Channel. may I say, w- with a tiny degree, a bit more of uh, integrity. Boy, that's that's going to be tough to prove in a court of law, but I thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 our thing. That's that's why we do it, and it's always interesting. It's always fun, and we always try to try to find things that that maybe you've you've heard a little bit about, but have always kind of wondered, but not had the time to hear more about. Maybe you wanted to hear that information in a Scottish accent, or yeah, you're two <laughs> for an hour. I yeah, don't know. Um, we have we have we have time, right? Let's redo that real quick. The whole thing, just start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to Fair Point. I'm Nathan Capstan. I'm David Stickle. My character. So, really cool news. You guys have been nominated for the Parsec Awards, the 2013 Awards, uh, for Best New Speculative Fiction Podcaster slash Team. That's pretty yeah. fucking awesome. 
That's a, yeah. it's a really exciting. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank thanks. you. And uh, yeah, we we also picked one up for best fact behind the fiction. We got we got we got double. Re- oh, really? Re-casting. That's fucking awesome. I Twice missed the, the second one. That's so cool. There. Yeah, I went to try to vote, and then I saw, oh, we can't vote. You just kind of voted to get you nominated, right? So I kind of spaced on voting to get you nominated, but awesome. It yeah, worked. yeah, it worked out. We're we're really excited. We uh, we had to kind of cobble together some last minute plans, but we're gonna go uh, the the final the ceremonies and at Dragon Con in Atlanta. And if there's one thing we don't need, is a good reason to go to a, a nerd circus. So we're going. Right. Awesome. That's fucking That's awesome. awesome. So by the time this episode is aired, you will have already either won crushed. or not. Yeah, you will have already. What am I saying? Either or, you would have already crushed you the opposition. We would already it will already be on the national news for having to be forcibly ejected for not leaving the stage and screaming. <laughs> yeah, that. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll post that video on the Facebook. You'll see that. <laughs> we'll try to give you guys a quick shout out while we're being led into yes. the police car. Definitely. Fairpoint podcast. Fair podcast. The government's lying to you. Fairpoint podcast. <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. What were those, what were those, uh, what were those psycho boys talking about? Fairpoint. I need to look that yeah. up. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> exactly. It goes viral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or or now you're going to be uh, arrested in, in some collusion trial. Yeah. God damn you. We'll try to hit that sweet spot, right? Yeah. Right, right. Plenty of media exposure. Not quite a felony. <laughs> Thank you. And we and yeah. we appreciate that. Don't ever let us send a different uh signal. <laughs> That's that's the the blurry photos promise. We won't get you messed up in any Rico act stuff. I have a question about one of your podcasts, the EVP one. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I mean, I feel like that's probably a pretty popular one of yours, huh? Yeah, people like I think it. so. Yeah, yeah. the electronic were... voice phenomena one. Well, See, we had the candy button in there of the of the spooky one that, that almost demanded more feedback. So it is the one we there, had. there was the the one that we that was too hot to play. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what I wanted to get to about that. See, I had just recently listened to that one, and uh-huh. I figured, you know, you said to email you for the link but i figured i was going to be talking to you in a few days anyways consider this my email i would love yeah. to get that okay. we will we'll send you the link yeah we'll send it over and you, you, you dumb dumb <laughs> you poor bastards it's one of those things you really can't unhear huh i mean and do yourself a favor like uh to get the effect of it and, and i know the whole point of us not putting it on there is because we're like wow this is kind of intense yeah but don't like play it at two o'clock while you're at the gym. Give yourself like right before you go to bed. Really let it get to you. Right, right, right. Really, really put it in its place. Yeah, yeah. Be, be in a basement. <laughs> Lights it's off. A... Spiders all around. Yeah, and 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 we were we were so conflicted about that because we really like we actually stopped recording and had this like half hour discussion about whether or not we would include it. We like the thing that we hate is like gimmicky. Yeah. Oh, log on to Discovery Channel to see the whole story. <laughs> yeah, but we were like, I don't know, man. Like. We, we do kind of a lighthearted podcast, and it seems unkind to suddenly throw this, like, really dark thing into the middle of it in a, without being able to warn them. Yeah. <laughs> You've built it up now in my mind, and I'm like, I kind of want to hear it, but I kind of don't. But I kind of do, but I... I mean, it's 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 not going to ruin your life. You're not going to get nightmares from it. But we were trying to like be more cognizant of the listeners in general. Yeah, I mean, this it involves a child. If that wasn't part of it, it would probably be okay. 
I, I, I'm just trying to narrow yeah. down like what exactly it is about the the clip itself, besides like the obvious kind of like ghost or demon talking on on something. I mean, would you prefer? I mean, for the interest of your podcast, because we're kind of just sidestepping something that I'm sure your listeners are. Do you want us just to describe it to you? Is that probably? Or, or do you want to just wait and hear the link? Or you could just play it in your podcast. I don't. <laughs> know. I was more personally interested. Yeah. He was, well, he was basically well, saying this is his email to I, I ask for the link. I don't want to um, scare away any potential listeners. We'll send it to you right after the, right after we, uh, we're done. Mm. You'll have it before you go to bed. And, uh, of course, if anybody else is interested... And then I will continue to not go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, bring a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long night. <laughs> But yeah, if anyone wants to hear it, it's uh, the EVP was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. And oh, we, yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. It's always fun to, to find stuff that you don't expect. Um, you know, before we, we before we pick a subject, we'll do a little bit of like preliminary research just to see if there's a, a good amount of... We'll uh, reconnoiter the rim, yeah, if you will. We do. We do a little recon we, just to see if there's enough information to justify a whole podcast. Because sometimes we think we've found something great and then it's just like there's like two pages. It's It's... Turns out that it wasn't a mystery. It's totally explained. We're like, oh, well, all right, moving on. That kind of happened to <laughs> See, us. Whereas we do the exact opposite. We just pick a topic and we're like, oh, fucking ice cream. And we're like, fuck, we got to make this last a whole hour about ice cream. Water parks? There's only one page and it's Wikipedia. <laughs> all right. That's uh, our are secret. You, are you... We don't overthink anything. God. We underthink <laughs> or, everything. Or we don't think about anything. We just say it. And oh see, my gosh, you're just like us. <laughs> see, I want pancakes now, so. <laughs> oh my god. Do you mind if we take a quick break to go get some pancakes? We'll bring no. you with us if you want. You can send Pancake Betty's break. with us. Wireless, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fair my point. IPad. Once again, coming at you from the IHOP. <laughs> oh, fuck that shit, Dunnies. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I would like to imagine that there's a person that's that vehement about it. They have a real bad IHOP experience, and they've they've just given all their loyalty to Denny's. Like the Grand Slam IHOP right the next Thursday. They are like so adamant that they still call it Danny's because that's what it used to be called when it was you know back before it was cool. It did it did literally. I wasn't just making that up, but yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Danny's, huh? Yeah, back the fuck off, man. I'm serious about <laughs> Denny's. <laughs> Get all moons over my hammy up on that ass. <laughs> hey, you, uh, you guys heard about this? <laughs> you guys heard about this? You, you guys heard about this? Uh, yeah, quite a lot of stories, eh? Hey, uh, Paul, Paul. Um, so, apparently, uh, there's some controversy going around about an apparent UFO in the background of a Juggalo documentary. That's a the surprise. Insane Clown Posse? Yeah. <laughs> the ICP. The ICP. How did I know that sick and demented clowns were going to find its way into this podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> they have to. I, I am not ashamed to admit, uh, while I don't particularly enjoy the music of the Insane Clown Posse, I am obsessively fascinated with Juggalo culture. I actually run into them a lot where I work, and it's it's interesting do you work at a cosmetic shop? <laughs> Hot topic? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're an interesting lot. So apparently somebody did a documentary. It's like 23 minutes. What am I that, is it? Was it 23 minutes of continuous footage until the camera was stolen? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's on YouTube. If you just search for American Juggalo, 
definitely not safe for work. Anyway, don't don't try to keep a job and watch a Juggalo video <laughs> at the same time. It doesn't work out for them, and it won't work out for you. <laughs> Around four minutes into the video, there's somebody you know flapping his gums, standing outside, and up in the top left-hand corner, there's this little silvery dot that moves to the left and then just sort of disappears. And disappears in a way that makes you think, like, it just kind of got folded into the sky, if that makes sense. <laughs> Not no, yet. No. <laughs> um, Dave's playing it right now. I'm looking at it. This yeah. is the first time he's seen it. So I, I brought this up while uh, while Flora was talking. Hey, and we're checking and, it out. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly, at, uh, you know, if you go to 357 and then play it, you'll see that thing up in the corner. It looks kind of like a Mylar balloon, but it, it doesn't quite work right that way. Yeah. I like things that you can Google with two three-letter acronyms, ICP, UFO. That's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> Although I'm not finding it Googling that, so I guess I try should. Uh, try American Juggalo. <laughs> I should have just followed your advice from the start, but <laughs> no, well, I got to. Well, see, this is the thing. You've, we've, we've proven the thesis now. Like Now the listeners know exactly what works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where in this film am I supposed to go? Go to three minutes and about 55 seconds. Okay, let me just sign in to confirm my age. <laughs> oh, shit, does that mean that That's I actually was already shit. somehow signed in and had confirmed my age? Yeah, you're a... <laughs> look, dude. Oh, I'm signed in as the podcast, and we're into all kinds of weird shit. Woo! Well, are you over 14 years of age? Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally, emotionally, or physically? <laughs> Is 14 really the cutoff? Wow, I understand dude. and wish to proceed. Damn, this video takes itself seriously. Don't yeah, worry, it's I was not a video, it's a film, dude. <laughs> <laughs> was this during the daytime in the film? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the dude that sort of looks like a really scraggly white Coolio. Yes. Yeah, he's white Coolio! <laughs> and it's to the left, you said? Uh, upper left-hand corner. Okay. It like, kind of looks like a Mylar balloon, but it's not. Oh my oh, god, I see it. that's nuts. And it just goes away. Yeah. What? Well, I wouldn't put it past somebody to put that in that video, too. That's, that's... really clear. Have have Has it been, like, analyzed or anything yet? I, I don't know that it that it has, but that's sort of the thing that, that we run into in, in this field, is is that I don't think you can trust anything anymore. Yeah, you know? I it, mean, is, it is difficult. Technolo I mean, yeah, it's too easy to fake stuff nowadays. Oh, yeah, and anybody can do it, you know? Photoshop you has been a hazard. Oh, it's, it's destroyed this this whole <laughs> it, it's simultaneously i think destroyed and to those who really believe it it's bolstered yeah because there's more stuff coming out and i think we've discussed this and i don't remember we may have actually done it or, or taken it out of a podcast but we've had a discussion about whether or not it's even possible to prove anything anymore right. whether right. whether that even exists as a possibility so i say you're about out of business huh or yeah or don't you mean we extinct yeah, so that's the end of Blurry Photos. Our Thank next you. podcast is about uh, chicken recipes. Yeah, Healthy man. living. You hey, now like... you're taking some pointers from us. Just do anything. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, ice cream. You guys like, ice uh, cream! You guys like lemon pepper? Yeah. Lemon, lemon pepper? Well, you, guys, you guys enjoy uh, salmon? <laughs> that's, that's, that's good for you. It's got that uh, antioxidants. Call omega-3? So, have you guys heard about this uh, supposedly... Well, not supposedly. I mean, it happened. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I guess it is supposedly. I, I, the fucking government lies to you every Spit day, out, as we've Nathan. as we've established. <laughs> um, a collection of like 500 new myths, legends, and fairy tales and stuff, cataloged around the same time as the Grimm brothers, has been found in Germany. Yeah, I just I just heard about that this morning. That's fucking awesome. 
Uh, I guess they were locked away in an archive in Regensburg for over 150 years. The stories were collected by historian Franz Xaver von Schonworth. I don't, I don't. His name was Bratwurst. Hans. Yeah, Stein. Yeah, Stein and Stubenbergen. German, German, German. He was kind of a big deal. I guess Jacob Grimm actually said of him, nowhere in the whole of Germany is anyone collecting so accurately, thoroughly, and with such a sensitive ear. And he considered him the only person worthy of replacing he and his brother in like in their line of work, you know? Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I got a shout out from Jacob Grimm. <laughs> it's going on the back cover of, the, of my cover of the <laughs> yeah. Too bad it's it took 150 years. It's got like some different local versions of already popular fairy tales that we already know. But they're less polished and, you know, like the Grimm brothers kind of added a literary glean to it, you know? And yeah. it's it's so it's it's a little more rough, but there's also a lot of new stories that nobody's heard. I looked at one called the Turnip Princess that I kind of wanted to share. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. I, I love German fairy tales because it never <laughs> ends well. Oh yeah, for kids. So for he, kids. <laughs> so a young prince was out for a walk in the forest one day, and he found himself lost. He came upon a cave, and so he passed the night there. When he awoke. Standing next to him was an old witch with a bear and a dog. Yeah! <laughs> Which is always a good sign, so... We're off to a good start. The witch wished for him to marry her, which he refused. However, she would not let him leave the forest. So... <laughs> Entrapment! One day, the bear Don't was worry, alone... y'all is safe. Y'all but y'all is safe. <laughs> like a spider in my little web. <laughs> then I eat him. So one day the bear was alone with the prince, and he said to him, Pull the rusty nail from the wall, so that I shall be delivered, and place it beneath a turnip in the field, and in this way you shall have a beautiful wife. What? <laughs> okay, can, can we... Deliver can, me. Can we diagram that? So you got a talking bear <laughs> to a child. Pull the rusty nail out of the wall, put it under a turnip, and you'll have a beautiful wife. Well, yeah. Oh, and deliver me. Is that all? That are you having trouble following the logic there? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't speak German. Don't... <laughs> the translation's well, a little fuzzy. Well, the, <laughs> like the, the prince yeah. had no problem with it because the prince went right up and he pulled the nail with such force that it shook the cave and let out a loud rumble like thunder. The bear stood up at once like a man, bearded and wearing a crown upon his head. Yeah. So the bear's a man. I, so the... And the nail was like the thing trapping him as a bear? I think. I think. This this story's kind of like a weird disjointed dream. And yeah. it's not even close to over. Wait, so, wait, wait, can you can you start back over telling the story? I'm gonna push play on Dark Side of the Moon and I wanna see <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. if this lines up in a meaningful way. You wanna I'm gonna push... need you to roar three times. <laughs> um so the prince leapt up and he went forth to a field of turnips, of course, because that's where he got put the nail. And he was about to place the nail beneath one of the turnips when appeared above him a great monster, so frightening that he dropped the nail and he pricked his finger on a hedge. And of course, as usually happens when you prick your finger on a hedge, he bled until he passed out. <laughs> that's, that, that exceeds a pricking. <laughs> Guys, you can't make fun of this guy. He's got anemia. <laughs> so clearly he was German loyalty. So when he awoke, he found himself elsewhere. 
and he noticed from the growth of beard on his chin that much time had passed. He searched long and far through every turnip field. Wait, what happened to the monster? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, well, it's like... I guess, I guess my work here is done. Yeah. Dude, this, it, they just pick up things and they move. This is like... Somebody needs to teach them, like, the three-act structure, seriously. <laughs> the, the monster comes flying out, and he just wanted to say hi, and he sees the kid pass out in a pool of his own blood and just, just backs away, like, <laughs> oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, no! <laughs> I've got two strikes, I can't go back to jail! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I lost myself here. So, uh, he bloodily passed out, he woke up, he had a big-ass beard, so he realized a lot of time had passed. So he went searching through the turnip fields, but he couldn't find what he was looking for. So one night, he sat down dejected on a ridge beneath a flowering blackthorn bush, which had one branch that was yielding red blossoms. He broke off the branch, because he's a dick, <laughs> and stuck it in a large turnip in front of him, and then he went to sleep. Because that's something that you do, duh. Right. I, guess well, was... I mean, it was lot... obviously that was the next move. Yeah, well, That's when he do. when he awoke in the morning, the turnip had grown and began to resemble like an open nutshell, inside which lay the nail, and of course there was also a kernel inside, as there usually is in a nutshell. A kernel. We made him not, delicious chicken. And it and it had a tiny foot, a tiny hand, and even fine hair, as you would see on a beautiful girl. So the prince took the turnip naturally. And he searched and eventually came back upon the cave that he was originally held hostage at, but it was empty. So, next logical course of action, he took the nail and struck it back into the wall. And at once, the old woman and bear were suddenly there, too. Uh, I don't know what happened to the dog. This story just kind of, like, mentioned there was a dog. And I, maybe there wasn't an editor, but they'd never come back to the dog. <laughs> um, so, the old woman and the bear, the prince is the bear like... Ate the dog. Maybe. Yeah, the bear probably got hungry. Maybe uh, the dog read the story before he was in it. It's like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> this. I'm, I'm out. Like, yeah. So he demanded of the old woman to know what became of this beautiful girl that apparently got turned into a turnip. And the old woman giggled and said, You have me, so why do you scorn me? The bear told the prince to pull the nail out of the wall. The prince said to the bear, You are honest to be sure, but I shall not be the old woman's fool again. The prince pulled the nail out halfway. See, he just, just kind of pulled it out, and he saw that the bear became half man, and the witch became half beautiful and half kind, I guess. Uh, kind of beautiful. Yeah, she was, she was like, she was like ugly hot, I guess. Well, well, like, she had a butter face. Well, well like 3 a.m. hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Last call, don't know what to yeah, do, well, gotta get it in. Well, 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 we call back, uh, we call it a uh, last call beauty queen. <laughs> You'll do tonight. <laughs> as long as she's above a four. <laughs> so yeah, at that the prince was like, "Oh fuck this!" Pulled the nail out entirely, and the witch turned back into the beautiful woman she once was, delivered from the spell laid upon her. And then the nail burst into flames and burnt up. Um, then the young pair traveled to the kingdom of the prince's father, and they lived happily ever after. And yeah, what? that just kind of ended. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you some editorial advice. No climax. If you, if you could underlay that with the <laughs> one pill makes you larger. Like, <laughs> kind of like a real 60s drug trip feel. Yeah, I don't know. I what the fuck it. is... I feel like I, I know why the Grimm Brothers fairy tales got popular and his didn't. 
Yeah, I get, I mean, I, I understand this guy's dedication to, like, collecting stories, but I get the very serious, like, mental image of a guy with, like, a quill and ink in, in, in just some shithole bar and some drunk, and then he pulls the nail, oh, hold on, <laughs> he pulls the nail out, and this is not a bear, it's, it's an old man, it's just, uh, you should go bury that under a then he goes out there and he loses it. Then, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so then he wakes up and he's got a beard. Brilliant. Yeah. Put yeah, that so in a vault me, for 150 years. Tell me more years. this ancient tale. <laughs> yes. We gonna put this in a time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna put this in. Wow. That's, that's a bad drug trip. That's a, are, are you sure it's German, though? Because the kid only bled a little. He didn't actually <laughs> die. Or... Well, he bled enough to pass out for a week. Yeah, no no one taught him a lesson about good punctuation by cutting his thumb off or anything. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, you know what's funny? That reminds me. There's Aren't there some African tales of uh, requesting favors and then uh, from, from a shaman, and then the shaman will nail a nail into a wooden stake? And as long as the nail is in there, your your re- request will either come to pass or be working towards it. And once it's removed, then it all kinds of falls apart. Do you, have you ever heard of that? No. So are you saying there's an there's an uncredited shaman at work in this? No. <laughs> Maybe it's best. I, he's I left have. Uncredited. I see where you're coming from, though. No, I've. I mean, I've read so much about a lot of this stuff, and I've just forgotten half of it. But I have heard plenty of times before. Stuff about a nail being driven into, like, well, this was in a cave, but yeah. usually into wood of some sort or a tree or something like that. So do you think, was there, there had to have been wood in the cave then. Right? I mean, yeah, can you, you just nail something into the cave side? Well, I mean, this is a story where a bear turns half man and has a crown. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess anything's possible. Right. I mean, <laughs> Are you part bear too? Hey, you know what? Just don't touch the damn nail, dude. That's all I'm asking. It's a sim- it's, I got one house rule. <laughs> Pay five bucks for Well, okay, I got two. You take beer. your shoes off and you don't touch the nail. <laughs> no, it's not It's not to hang your coat on, dude. So the one thing I don't get is he pulled... The one thing? <laughs> okay, one of the many things I don't get. He pulls the nail out and the old witch becomes the beautiful young girl. But she's still a witch. It also, was I mean, where was she the first time the nail came out? I don't know. And if she's a witch, like, isn't there a better witchular solution to Dude. these problems? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is our hot Wiccan that we keep looking for. Oh. Yes. Yes. That's our the eternal deal, quest dude. for a hot Wiccan. If... If we run, if we run into one that is, uh, you know, below a four, then we go to our house and pull out all the nails. <laughs> yes. See which one works. That is yeah. bound to work. Let me know how that works out for you guys. In too. no way will it collapse your house. I am, I am officially announcing I'm opening a singles bar called the Rusty Nail. <laughs> oh no! There, there was a when I went to college, there was a restaurant called the Rusty Nail. Really? And it was disgusting it got shut down quick yeah i would think so it's because there was like human hairs in the turnips <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no i worked there for about a week i was disgusted with the way they ran the place that's a terrible name for a restaurant uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i actually i really like the idea of the the rusty nail for a uh a, a singles bar because it's like i mean yeah it's a nail but it's kind of rusty you know yeah <laughs> You're, 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 you're shooting yourself in the foot. On the way. Nope. 
because you know your clientele is going to come in and just be like, so what's Rusty now, man? <laughs> like, well, there's this old German folk, and she'd be like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're buying drinks the whole time I'm yeah, telling right. this shitty story. And it's great. I'll remember it when I'm drunk because it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. Now I thought you said there was a dog. Shut up. No, the dog ran away. Dog just run Who's away. Story, bro? It yeah. happens. Don't my be a story. pussy. Get out of my bar. <laughs> Never get laid again in this town, fuckers. Rusty nail rule. You know what? Uh, that would be worth uh, like a, a ghost story episode. Yeah. To just just read these discovered German folk tales. That'd be fun. Yeah. You guys should totally yeah, do it. I will totally listen to that. That would be awesome because that I'm I'm already in love with it. Yeah. They're That's the only one I've read. So nonsensical time capsule stories <laughs> what was the guy's name again german germany the the yeah it was uh von schwarzer or van steen professor xavier hold on let me Sorry. see it was uh strudel <laughs> strudel uh, von lederhosen the third franz xaver von Schonworth. you'll find it all right <laughs> uh that there was a uh a dead shark found on the new york city subway a four-foot shark which is not an insignificant shark. I saw this. He smoked cigarettes, too, apparently. Uh, the was, shark was, smoked cigarettes? Somebody on that subway took a picture of the shark with a cigarette in its mouth and an energy drink sitting next to it and a like subway ticket in its hand. Well, it's Finn. Well, I mean, the, the, the rule in New York is anything that's not alive, you have to decorate with things. <laughs> yeah. The city of New York is like a giant frat house, and if you pass out in public, it is every citizen's actual duty to pimp you. Uh, people carry sharpies just for that reason. Like, oh shit, a shark. Let's fuck yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm draw a dick on its head and it's gonna be like, oh. <laughs> Look, it smokes. It's gonna get cancer. Watch me teabag this Gil shark. Cancer. Hey, Mikey, look at this fucking shark over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, this oh. shark is dead. What kind of bloop does the oh shark God. make? Oh God, Holy shit, you wasted a perfectly good energy drink. Uh, what's the matter with you, huh? No, no, it's for art, Mikey. It's for art. <laughs> Don't you get it? It's like a, it's a statement because the shark's dead. But like Red Bull is all about living. It's hey, look, look, this shark's got wings. <laughs> so be ahead, you ignoramus. Ah, oh, it's a fucking dead shark, huh? The, like what I I don't care that the sharks on the on the train so much. I want to know about like like if it was like a, a Tarantino film. It, <laughs> like the film starts with the shark on the train, and, and then you get know, to see how it got like, there. All the people that were involved in the shark getting on the train. <laughs> I, I want I want to know like all the like at one point there's a guy walking down the streets of New York with a shark slung over his shoulder, <laughs> and he makes it past the little security booth into the train there's like a there's always like a transit employee and was was that employee just like there's no there's no way i'm stopping these guys with a shark i have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> i am not fucking with a shark yeah, no. yeah, i've dealt with knives and guns yeah. but not sharks i I'm, i can guarantee my union rep will not back me up if i get involved with this shark issue this was you know a, this- a few weeks ago was this shark week that this actually happened that's what I was just, yeah, like, it sounds like a, a promo shit. Yeah, you know? Discovery, I wouldn't put it past the Discovery Channel. I'm so sick of Discovery Channel! <laughs> Seriously, fuck Discovery Channel! Did you guys see the the mermaid thing? 
Oh, I. You know what? There's an episode of our podcast where I go on a lengthy tirade about yes. the Burbade thing. I was I, so mad about it, and and they <laughs> do the same thing with uh, the Megalodon. These bullshit like f- mockumentaries where they they're like, oh no, we we ran a. a a, a disclaimer between two uh, aftershave ads, and you didn't see that? Bullshit. No, <laughs> well, not everybody it. realizes it. Like, we had New Era, a rap group here on it, and they actually were the ones who clued me into this story, and I'm like, real mermaids, and they're like, yo, there's footage and everything, and we're like, <laughs> what? So we looked it up, and of course I, but I'm like, this is bullshit. What the fuck, right, Discovery yeah. Channel? And yeah, and it's irritating because it's not readily apparent bullshit. They they go to like they pretend that they were really upfront, but they go to a fair amount of effort to make sure you don't know it's bullshit right off the bat. Yeah, seriously. Ah, yeah. Discovery Channel can just go to hell now. I mean, they got rid of Dirty Jobs, which was awesome. And now that I know that Micro is not going to get hurt, it's time for them to just implode. <laughs> Although I, I do really like uh, Deadliest Catch. That's I will say that. <laughs> Bastards! They still hey. got their hooks in me. <laughs> we've all got our uh, we've all got our indulgences. Just like crabs. Oh well. We've right, all got you crabs. Know what? No, they like not, crabs. Why not just call it like the Jobs You'll Never Have Channel? I can respect <laughs> that. Yeah. Like, get out of the, the faux education altogether. Like, leave it all. There's some other network that I'm at this point wants to run nature documentaries the way God intended with David Attenborough narrating. <laughs> and, uh, and and just let Discovery Channel just drop the name and just move on and be like, hey, uh, a- American Assholes with Jobs Network. Yeah. AAWJ Network. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. It's just like MTV. MTV right. doesn't play music, but there's still MTV. Cartoon Network plays live action shows. <laughs> Comedy yeah. Central will be playing dramas sooner or later before we know it. So, like, the, the next best place for documentaries is the Playboy channel? Is that, oh. is that like, it's got to all, like, every channel has to, like, betray its core audience wait, eventually? Wait, 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 to the truth, you'll wait a minute. Do you mean to tell me that those aren't already documented? <laughs> well, actually, you I probably are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably are learning a lot from that already. But yeah, I think maybe maybe that's the nature of the beast that every every network has to betray its viewers. Yeah, you AMC guys... is all about good series now instead yeah, of movies. That's true. <laughs> and uh, I mean, FX. FX has great shows all of a sudden. All yeah. of a sudden. They had Rescue Me. About that's years. true. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're completely correct. That was a great show. <laughs> that's all I got, though. <laughs> well, they got Archer. They got... Uh... <laughs> See, they've been American quietly Horror. building a stable of Yo, good they shows. They have American Horror Story, so... Yeah, win. I haven't watched it yet. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh man, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the hardest show to masturbate to. Because <laughs> that that I'm sorry. I, I hope I, I don't uh, alienate anybody. But that that maid goes from winner to loser real fast. It's, it's like somebody stuck a nail in a cave. Yeah, just 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 pause it, okay? Pause it and enjoy the imagery. Don't let the scene play out, guys. Yeah, that's right. my advice to the dudes of America. <laughs> One second they're awesome, the next second they're an old hag, and you know. Right, and the worst part is, is then you're just left with that image. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can't get it out of your head. Yeah, I've got to make this work, and now I'm broken. <laughs> you just, just Stanley Kubrick me. <laughs> yeah. Just slowly and softly repeat to yourself, it's just a sandhill crane. Oh, nicely sagged, my friend. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, so are you are you gentlemen ready to get your crane on? I'll follow you. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. All right. Just the facts. The Sandhill Crane, or, and pardon me for pronouncing this scientific name horribly wrong, Grus canadensis, is a species of migratory large crane native to North America and northeastern Siberia. It is characterized by their bright red foreheads and up to seven foot wingspan. And I guess that's the basics right there. Yeah, um, also characterized by their glowing red eyes and ability to speak telepathically. Yes. <laughs> and and also for looking like a man sometimes. A, yep. man, a man bad, if you will. Yep, or uh, a robot, or... Uh, or uh, really, uh, whatever you need it to be. Right, anything, anything, whatever you have to it have need it to be so you can sleep at night. Also it notable is. for its uh, uh, harbinger of doom ability. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it precedes calamity. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely a very interesting. You've got you guys have a very interesting and emotional history with the Sandhill Crane. It's just like it's like a guy who keeps show, like we keep trying to throw a party and people are like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is really fun. Pictionary's great." And that one guy just shows up. He's like, "Hey, hey, well, I want to play Pictionary too." It's a dick. Did you see, I just wrote that. <laughs> Dicks are funny. Get out, Sandhill Crane. <laughs> it just, he shows up. It's like this, it, it's this thing we've noticed. Whenever we do a podcast about a cryptid or, or, or a zoological entity or an unknown entity of any kind, there's some jackweight is like, well, you know, uh, it's most likely a Sandhill Crane. Like, <laughs> but I don't get it. Like, why, why, why do you pick this one bird? And it's this one thing that everyone blames everything unknown on. And maybe it's not the bird's fault. So what is it? I mean, some of the big ones are like Mothman, the Jersey Devil, the Hanging Munchkin, and the Wizard of Oz. What are? I know I've heard you guys mention some other ones. And yeah, we've heard it. That it's a a ton of different ghost sightings uh, come up to Sandhill Crane. Um, I I saw a Sandhill Crane reference, and I don't remember if it made it in because I think I went off on a tirade about it. We may not have had time for the uh, the skateboard swamp creature. Somebody thought that might have been a crane. It's, yeah, people have, while not directly saying it's a sandhill crane, uh, when we talked about the bunyip from Australia, yes. there was like there was a family of heron that has been said to maybe be what these bunyips are. It's always and, a bird, though, and it's a, it's a bird, and yeah, I mean, uh, uh, sandhill cranes, I think, are it's it's all the same family. I mean, they're all going to the same damn uh, reunion together, you know, even if it's not. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it just couldn't. I mean, you you see pictures of them, and it, like people people aren't that stupid. Yeah, uh, you know? I hear you. It's it's in some senses in the dark. Okay, well here I have a, I have kind of a story. Once I used to live across the street from this really big cemetery, and me and one of my roommates went out, and we were hanging out out there. I think we had a couple beers or something. We were we were just hanging out talking. Just desecrating some graves. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> Dancing. You know. No. <laughs> we we were just hanging out talking. It wasn't nighttime when we went out there, but you know how it is in the summer. It becomes nighttime in yeah. a matter of minutes. Suddenly it's dark out. So it's dark out. We're still hanging out there. We look over and we notice what looks like a horde of like hobbits just coming towards us like little people ghouls like i don't know how to describe it like very footed beasts <laughs> yes it was it was they got horrifying. An appetite. it looked was like there, was there like a second like horde behind the first one going no mr frodo no. <laughs> 
there's like a secondary like parasitic version <laughs> called this the Gam the Gamgees, little Samwises ch- chasing him around. Maybe maybe Hobbits is too benign uh, comparison. <laughs> it was like zombie children wandering the graveyard uh. at night. It was horrifying. We were both genuinely frightened. Like I said, I have an interest in the paranormal, but I'm a relatively rational man. Like it was, I was genuinely like, what the fuck is going on? And she just kind of stayed back for a minute. And I, I like, I was like inching closer to try to get some type of glimpse of what this was. And the closer I got, eventually I realized it was wild turkeys, but I swear to God. And no, I know what you're thinking. No, I wasn't on drugs. There was nothing. We may have had a beer or two, but we weren't drunk. It was, we were, a very sound mind. In the dark, they did not look like birds. They looked like something totally different. And yeah, once you I, noticed that they were wild turkeys, you instinctively said, I "They're laughed. wild turkeys." Run. Yes, I was like, "Oh God, wild turkeys!" I've seen <laughs> no! South Park. I don't trust Even this. Creepier than zombie children. Get no, the fuck I, out of here! I've, I've got a question for you here. Uh, yes. You, you just very quickly dropped in that your uh, companion on this grave raiding was a uh, uh, a lady. lady. Uh, yes, we know ladies. Were you, uh, were you getting it on in the graveyard? No, 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 not at all, not at all. It okay, was just my roommate, she, just a friend of mine. You see, what you don't know is she wasn't getting it on, but he was. <laughs> Isn't that how it always goes? <laughs> I gotta go That's to the bathroom and behind this tree over here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, rub your shoulders because you're getting chilly. <laughs> oh, God, zombie children. <laughs> no, my question is this. Like, my thought is, and I'm glad that you said this because, so it, it looked like little, like, weird zombie children, and you kind of stuck around and, and had to observe them for a second to figure out what they were. Is that correct? Yes. I, I, I just Good I just, on you. Yeah, I just lapsed into a prosecutor's voice. <laughs> no, uh, no, according to your testimony here, is that is this is this a correct that, characterization? Uh, I may be, yeah. I may not be no big city chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to me y'all are out in a uh, graveyard fornicating after after dark. Now, uh, I don't know how well uh, the rest of the jury feels about your testimony, but I, I'm gonna call into question some of your judgment. <laughs> um, because my thought is this. I would think when, when a person like, for example, Mothman, uh, the first sighting, people are driving down the road and they see this 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 creature on the side of the road that they think is a man at first. My thought is if I'm drive, if I'm in the middle of nowhere and I see something unexplained, my brain is going to work as hard as it can to beat that into something I recognize to, to be like, oh, no, it's a bird. It's it's a thing that I know as opposed to. But I but having not been in that situation. Like I, I can't say that for sure. So, so I'm glad that you said that. So it, it is a that uh, a paradelia. Yeah, I mean, well, I was I was kind of like Pardelia. scared. I wasn't actually scared. Like I didn't actually feel like I was in any danger because I was like, okay, I know there aren't a bunch of zombie children in this graveyard. Right. Well, also you, you had know. to like bush it up because there was a lady watching. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you Let's know. not forget that. Of you course. Yeah, I mean, zombie children. Cheese it. <laughs> all you said is take her <laughs> yeah but she's it <laughs> she's it um, that's the best that goes back to something that we mentioned in, in the again the EVP episode and something that you mentioned in your uh, Pink Floyd uh, episode of the Paradolia you know trying to to make some sense of the information that's coming in yeah 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 
And it uh, just so happens <laughs> you came first. up with zombie children. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, that's brilliant. You can't think of anything else. Forget the zombie children. I'd be like, uh, uh, uh cinder blocks, uh, 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 stacks of LPs. Ah, oh, damn it! Ah, oh, turkeys. So about this bird. So, uh, so about this son of a bitch. The yeah. son of a bitch bird. And I feel bad. I feel maybe it's not the bird's fault where he's like, no, guys, guys, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm really not. cool, you guys. Yeah, you know, I'm not the one saying that it's me, man. I, I'm just a bird. I'm just trying to, like, eat small <laughs> fish, man. Yeah, see, you got I'm it all wrong, bird see? trying to get a fish. You got to understand, man, I, I live in wetlands. I've, I've got hard enough times as it is. <laughs> in the summer, I'm in the meadows. <laughs> Ain't no yeah. fish around? So, it's... yeah, they, they stand about two to four feet tall. That's their average height. Um, as we said, their key characteristic is, like, the red patch on their forehead, which is actually bald skin. Um, the blood Gross. vessels. Yeah. They're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they can flush their blood vessels underneath to, like, intensify the red color as a symbol of aggression. Ugh. Ugh. No, <laughs> you guys are just so thoroughly disgusted by this creature. Like, oh, I am. Ev- I am both emotionally and physically disgusted by this creature. <laughs> Everything and, uh, about uh, this creature just uh, nauseates you. I've got, uh, well, I've, I've got the... This whole uh, the problem would be solved if the animal was just extinct. Right. Well, you know, I'm so glad you said that because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now and they have for any animal, they have like the conservation status. And uh, I am I am chagrined and disgusted to report to you that it is currently listed as least concern as though there is no threat to this creature whatsoever. It's just doing what it wants, scaring people. Still protected, though. Protect it, pretending no. that it's that it's an unknown critter. I did find a, an article that said that uh, that was good eating. <laughs> that was good. Uh, the colonel uh, fries them up good. Um, no, uh, Minnesota has allowed uh, hunting of sandhill cranes in, within the past couple of years. Yeah, you know why? Jesse the body Ventura. That's why. <laughs> Is he still governor there? No, but no. I'd like to believe that like his his spirit has infused the state <laughs> or others. I gotta say, I, I dig yeah. their music scene. There's a lot of cool music coming out of Minnesota. There is. Minneapolis has an amazing music scene. Absolutely. I that's my home center for music is like Minneapolis or Toronto. I agree. But, I I've gotten to go up to Toronto a few times, and it's I love Canada so much. And if I could become a Canadian citizen, <laughs> I would. And that's not a political statement. I'm all about the USA. I just love Canada, and I love canadians to the point which i actually have proposed to a canadian citizen before wow uh she was creeped out oh uh predictably well, you, it's because i'm canadian isn't it <laughs> you uh you you can't be- just become a canadian oh we're sorry oh yeah no you gotta <laughs> fight for it because we're back across the border eh? <laughs> yeah the the this girl uh i worked with her and she was a canadian citizen and had some problems with working in the u.s had been deported before and i was like let's solve all of our problems let's just get hitched listen the government only has to watch us have sex like once every three weeks that's it <laughs> They send a guy to the house, they watch it happen, document it. It's awesome. I always wondered how that worked. Yep, that's the world. That's that's the legal rule. They call that the, the Russian Mail Order Bride Act. They enacted that a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. Damn I, you, I, Obama! I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Toronto has a great music scene. Minneapolis has an amazing music scene. Uh, sorry, uh... uh Everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere <laughs> else. I was going to say Austin, because I, I'm pretty sure Minneapolis is kicking Austin's ass. So back to these birds. 
Yeah, back to the birds. <laughs> what birds? Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> These fucking birds. Um, I mean, I've I've been I've grown kind of endeared to them. Um, they mate for life, and then uh, after their chicks hatch, the chicks like stay with them until the next migration, and then their parents find their own territory and kick the young out. And the young cranes band together and live in flocks until they're old enough to find their own mates in their own territory. I thought that was kind of cool. Ditching responsibilities it's, it's, is it's cool. It's awesome. Huh? We have a real problem with that on the south side of Chicago where the young <laughs> band together in group. Uh, it doesn't work out. It sounds cute in a story scenario, but we call those gangs. Yeah. <laughs> You're one year old. Get out of the house. Go get a jab. Hey, just let me romanticize it, okay? But in, in bird years, you know, they're, they're it's dangerous. It's like 46. <laughs> It's, that's right. They're the, they're, they are the hooligan gangs of the animal kingdom. Oh, I hit him right proper, I did. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> yeah, no, they're terrible. They're just, I don't, I don't, you can, you can go ahead and cozy up to the, uh, the Sandhill Crane lobby. I'm sure you've taken their money. You can off. No, 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 it's not like that. You got us all wrong, man. I tell you. What, what Crane Foundation? <laughs> there, there is a lot of appreciation for him too there's like annual sandhill crane festivals all over the place in california and okay, washington but and you New also Mexico. gotta remember these are people that as a hobby watch birds you know what flora and i have been discussing the idea of a road trip for a long time we were gonna go to the mothman festival i take it back we're loading a prius full of baseball bats and we're going to the sandhill crane festival <laughs> nice the prius will get us through the front door they'll think we're one of them <laughs> today on blurry photos <laughs> light them up boys <laughs> did you get that on tape loaded up the youtube that did you guys hear did you encounter that noise in any of your research that noise that they make not really no i've never heard the noise they make they make this it almost sounds like a dolphin it's very you can tell it's a bird and apparently they're able to make this loud like complex call because their trachea doesn't just go straight connecting their like mouth to their lungs it winds around their breastplate and it's almost as long as the bird itself their trachea so. runs deep so deep so deep <laughs> what is it no. kind of like like a... <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so here's my question then we like to we like to pick on a guy named Bashar and uh, he's a, a kind of a new age semi prophet and he runs this thing in Hawaii that I don't know if it's annual but it's called the cetacean transformation where humans can get in touch with their dolphin lives. I have heard you guys rib on this so many times. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't listen to him in order. I just kind of no, like no, nor would I jump ever around. Ask, I would but I, ask I've heard it anyone. so many times and I haven't caught the one where you actually talk. Explain it, please. It's the channeling episode. Is yeah, where yeah, it's where we find it first. Okay. Yeah, Bashar, he's just like a kind of a new age guru guy, and he ran this thing called the Cetacean Transformation, <laughs> which uh, is, I mean, clever marketing. It sounds great, but we've been obsessed with mocking it ever since. <laughs> and if, if these birds are making dolphin sounds, that puts them into the minions of Bashar category <laughs> and further damns them. Is it? I feel like it kind of makes me think of Douglas Adams or something. Is he basically saying that everyone evolves into dolphins? He's not that clever. Yeah, no, no at all. And and well, it's it's what he does is help people get in touch 
with, with the inner the dolphin. Dolphin intelligence. Yeah, you raise them. your vibration. Yeah, because dolphins are like doing like the deep calculus of the ocean, and we're just too dumb to figure it out. Oh, so, okay. oh, so I was guy... thinking like that they actually shape shifted into dolphins and just swam for a night. So, oh man, but so if much I... cooler if it was. It's way lamer than that. <laughs> if I get in touch with my dolphin <laughs> side, does that mean I'm gonna like rape everything? Because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of gang banging. Going yeah, on. yeah. You can As become a, an aqua rapist. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get in touch with that side of myself. That yeah, frightens me. <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's why we that's why we like to wail on Bashar so very much. And also, we know he's never going to come after us. Technically, he <laughs> makes a ton of money doing what he does and could crush us with his cetacean lawyers. Bashar has got a lot of uh, a lot of friends theoretically. I don't know. I just he probably wears a lot of like loose robes. Yeah, theoretical White. friends. You know what? Here's a fun fact. I've never seen a picture of Bashar. You don't even know what this guy looks like, and you hate him so much. Oh, uh, at least listen to the podcast. I have made a very clear point <laughs> about how little it takes for me to hate something. That's not number two on my cue. Uh, the other thing about uh, the 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 channeling. Uh, the channeling episode, again, one of our earlier episodes, and much like yourselves, we're, we're kind of hesitant to ever steer anybody in that direction. Oh, shoot. All I get is Bashar al-Assad, leader of Syria, uh, <laughs> which, you know, what's the difference? They're both bastards. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting if they're the same guy. Okay. Like a jingle. I figured it out. Bashar is the entity channeled by a guy named Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So Bashar is this spirit up from another plane of existence. Yeah, and he, he's uh, channeled by Daryl Anka. The ultimate odd couple. That sounds like a credible source, though. Yeah. Like, Although, uh, damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. There's nothing I hate than than, uh, than information contradictory to the idea I formed without any information. <laughs> uh, Daryl Anka is also a special effects designer and has worked on, like, iRobot, Pirates of the, uh, Pirates of the, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Iron Man, Die Hard. So when this guy's not, like, making a, a sweet-ass uh, Mark III Tony Stark suit, he's all like, hold on, guys, this weekend I gotta go talk to dolphins. <laughs> Wow. He was Aquaman for a night. Yeah, no doubt. Man, still hate him. <laughs> I refuse what, to re- revise my, my uh, opinion. Because it's too much fun to say, Bushar. <laughs> so yeah, that whole thing started because the, the Sandhill Crane makes a dolphin sound, which puts yeah. them under the Bashar category in my mind. They just got a red flag in their, in their file. Maybe they are in touch with their inner dolphins. I don't think they're very rapey. Like I said, they mate for life. They do something else cool when they're nesting. They preen their feathers with this mud that's rich in iron oxide, which gives them a rusty brown red color, like overlay in their normal gray color. A.K.A. dirty as fuck. And they camouflage themselves. They also, like, decorate themselves with wet, decaying swamp material. I gotta tell you, uh, so do juggalos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that is human poop that just rolled out of your pant leg. (laughs) They're diarrhea people. (laughs) They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. (laughs) They are. They're the avian juggalos. They're all like, whoop, whoop. (laughs) Every single thing is a con. (laughs) You can make a con in anything. Yeah, that's because, again, I'd require no data to formulate an opinion. I'm an opinion machine. You're a decider. That's right. That's right. Flora is the one that requires proof and does research and has a logical mind and is rational. I gotta write stuff down. <laughs> yeah, he writes things down. I'm I'm from the hip, man. <laughs> it's just code for lazy. <laughs> um, 
damn birds. Did you know that their eggs are oval shaped? I'm so glad that uh, Wikipedia could let us in on that secret. <laughs> oval shaped eggs, you say? Well, I'll tell you what. Just uh, to get back to that, to the old fucking fuckhill crane. Yeah, uh, get get on back to that crane. It, it's funny that people think this thing is the Mothman or the Jersey Devil or, or any of a, a number of cryptids because you know they they get to about four feet tall, but these cryptids that are described usually run. Uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of six feet to seven feet. Yeah, like you know. So, uh, I, and I get that the wingspan can get up to maybe seven feet long, but that's not the height of it. You it, know what I mean? It would make sense if people described a man with glowing red eyes that was lying horizontal to the ground, about three feet up. <laughs> <laughs> but and it was a poltergeist. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, a growing, glowing red crotch. <laughs> best, best cryptid ever, the haunted hobo. He's said to sleep on roadside three feet above the ground. That's my favorite cryptid. <laughs> uh, well, boys, I think you got a real wing dinger there. Man, I'm, that, there's a t-shirt. I mean, in, just to play devil's advocate, people, uh, people do exaggerate height all the time. All yeah, the time. That is true. Because yeah, yeah. people aren't when, generally good at estimating heights. I'm horrible at it. I couldn't do it if my life depended on it. And I thought I Paul Bunyan was like 50 feet tall. So. There's an ego trigger in that as well. When you're scared by something and you go report it to a cop, you're not going to be like, dude, this thing was three and a half feet tall. <laughs> it scared me to death. No, I, you can't. You can't do that. You're like, shit was eight feet tall if it was an inch. Yeah. It shot razor fangs at me. I was able to stop them because I practiced karate. Not the razor fang attack. It was the Mothman, I tell you. It was the Mothman. Go protect the bridges. I'm going to need some of your shotguns, officer. (laughs) Please and thank you. Do not make me ask twice. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good point, though, because it's been documented that, that they researched people estimating the heights completely uh, inaccurately, especially if something's above them or, or flying or off just even 10, uh, 15 feet away, you know? And it's always hard to tell what your brain's going to do with scale. Yeah. I, I work at a, an art auction house, and uh, we take, you know, obviously we take pictures of everything. And sometimes, you know, a person will have bought a, a vase or something, and you see the picture, and, and your brain just assigns a height to it. You're like, oh, it's like, like 10 inches tall. And you'll look for it and never find it. And then you find out later the thing was like two inches tall. Mm. Because your brain, and you don't realize it until you get caught, but your brain, especially like on a dark road when you can't see trees behind it, it's just illuminated by headlights. It's hard yeah. to, to, your brain just fills in data and you don't realize it's doing it. Yeah, I do the same thing with Doritos. <laughs> Craig. What? <laughs> no, no, no. He's going to explain that now. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Doritos. Yeah, wait a minute. You know, when when you're in the store and you're looking at the bag and it says enlarged for texture. <laughs> oh, okay. Thought, oh, I'm going to shove this big fist-sized oh, oh, yeah, Dorito. It's like in my four bag. inch on a side Dorito. And, okay, that does make sense. Well, first right. off, the bags I'll, are I'll half empty to begin on, with. I'll allow it. Game on. <laughs> I, I do the same thing to give myself confidence. Yeah, I, that's why I make sure to only expose myself on a darkened roadside yeah. in, in headlight. Well, I'm so sure I'm like, that, <laughs> let's, let's be honest, that's not the only reason. That's true, you're right, you got me, you got me. But it does help, seriously, when there's no, you know, 
background. You, it's as big as I want it to be. <laughs> All right. So All right. you. Uh, so we've got what is the next the mythology? Mythology. Um, yes. Oh, we're still doing this. Oh, okay. Anyways, back back to basics. <laughs> I, I guess a, a little bit of mythology about him. There's not a lot of mythology specifically about the Sandhill Crane that I could find, although they are specifically associated with lightning in some Native American mythology. Thunderbirds! Yes. I thought <laughs> I, I saw a Thunderbird, that. but it turned out it was three feet tall. <laughs> uh, there is this Native American myth of the great ancestral Sandhill Crane, which was flying and was shot at with a volley of arrows but he blocked all of them with his forehead, which, of course, results in the bald forehead and the bright red color and whatnot. Wow. That's kind of cool. And and let's let's not forget, like, the subtext of that is that everyone from the dawn of time knew to shoot that fucker down. (laughs) Instantly. It's Bigfoot! Kill it! Genetic memory kicked in, and they were like, Shoot! Shoot! (laughs) The crane's gonna eat us! That thing's 24 feet tall! And I, I really uh, applaud the crane for its thinking. I'll block these arrows with my head. <laughs> That'll Stroke show them. Cranes in general, like to Native American tribes, they're thought of often as like ambassadors of peace or symbols of luck. And they're also seen as symbols of luck by fishermen. So that's kind of a common thread there. I, I don't know. What what is the audio equivalent of like a a, a, a hand jerking motion where you're like symbols of peace? No, nope. fap, fap, fap. <laughs> yeah, fap, fap, fap no, nope. fap. <laughs> it's like an alternating fap nope combo. Fap nope. <laughs> Does that mean that there's like a spider involved? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Those two words should never be in the same sentence together. Agreeing spiders. Oh God. Uh, fun, fun, interesting fact. I have a degree in entomology. I cannot stomach spiders. Well, those aren't insects. Me neither. Six legs? Who cares? It's fun. They're adorable. Eight legs? <laughs> they all must die, and they must know that it was I who pulled the trigger. <laughs> well, no, I have a huge issue with wasps and yellow jackets. Those guys are assholes. Well, that's because you're allergic to them. They could also kill me, but still. Watch this, watch, watch me get all high and mighty on this, okay? Uh, the Hymenoptera, uh, although some of them are quite valuable in the ecosystems, uh, Hymenopterans by and large are solitary creatures who contribute very little to their surroundings. Fap, fap. <laughs> <laughs> fap. Nope. <laughs> nope. Wait, hold on one second. I've somehow managed to get our mic cord wrapped around my chair, uh, so let me let me fix that. I thought you were going to say your neck. Yeah. <laughs> And that's how I died. Same way I came into this world. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about being here too long, because you're kind of like the first internet celebrities I've ever talked to. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, because (laughs) I've got some horrible, painful news for you. We are far from internet celebrities. You're the first successful podcasters that we've ever had on the show, also, and it's awesome. Also, the first other podcasters we've had on the show. Though. Yeah, podcasters in general. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take first we'll other take podcasters. <laughs> I just knew this would be a good idea. Yo, we should get them in on the life thing. What a <laughs> game of life. Is this a suicide pact? I've always wanted to be a part of one of these. <laughs> all right, all right. Now prick your finger on a, on a hedge <laughs> and bleed till you pass out. That's right. Don't worry, I'll come around to collect it. Wait, I've been needing a beard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
totally gonna bang that witch. Yeah! <laughs> You're gonna bang that bear that turns into an old man, you homo! <laughs> Uh, thank uh, you guys yeah. so much. This has been oh, fucking amazing. This has been so fun. I'm really into this. This is great. Yeah, I really hope we can do this again sometime soon. You guys are welcome back here anytime you like. We are, as I said, completely honored to have you on as Definitely. guests. Definitely. Oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's, yeah. It's been a ton of fun. It absolutely has. Um, I knew this was going to go good. <laughs> I knew this. Oh, Just, I'm, I'm not like a, I'm not, you know, pretentious or anything, but, you know. You guys are awesome. You're I, awesome, I, too. Yeah, you I, I, guess awesome. You, I guess you guys are kind of cool. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you guys are awesome. Uh, I, I don't want to make it seem like like too queer or nothing, but uh, I, I don't know. I just like to like hold you, you know? <laughs> just just, just feel safe for a while. Is that okay? Is don't that me? No, me homo. with a good no, time, homo. baby. Also, uh, unicorns are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, I don't know. I don't know. All I want to say is, how did a horse with a horn on its head... That's totally masculine. Off. Don't judge me. <laughs> they, what are you talking about? I will fight anybody who says a, a unicorn is lame. I think they <laughs> were classified as feminine when they couldn't hold their own against the troll invasion. That's true. Also, uh, they got, like, chumped by Tom Cruise at one point. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing. And Tim Curry. When he, well, Tim was that Curry when he was, was the last samurai? Happened. No, that was uh, in Legend. <laughs> Uh, no, I think you're thinking of Days of Thunder. Yeah. Bighorn, yeah. Or was it Risky Business? I don't remember. I remember he he some plays underwear. the same damn character in every one of his Would movies. He plow so. into a unicorn <laughs> in a nitro burning funny car. <laughs> uh, sure, that request permission to buzz the uh, the elfin forest. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern's full. Fuck it, we're dropping napalm. Fuck you, unicorns. <laughs> I heard the new unicorn had the knock list, so that's why they had to die. Mission Impossible. <laughs> Anybody? Too deep. Too deep. Dug too deep. My bad. I withdraw the I uh, withdraw the testimony, Your Honor. <laughs> the stain. <laughs> well, I feel like the problem is there never was any unicorns to begin with. It really was just a sandhill crane. Oh! What it was. And that's the butt. That's, that's how you bring it around. Fucking sandhill it. crane taking the credit for everything. Everything. Dame Hagen, son of a bitch. They are. They're the world's worst animals. <laughs> Next to bed bugs. Those are awful. Oh, those are pretty bad. All those hating on cranes kind of make me feel bad for the guy. You know what? No. Do you say the same thing about Rush Limbaugh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who oh. might be a sandhill crane, a horribly overweight, uh, pain-addicted <laughs> sandhill crane? Uh, you, see what, you see what I'm trying to say here, people? Sandhill Crane is, uh, is the last bastion of Americanism. Holy shit. Liberals will have you know that uh, Sandhill Crane is, uh, is they're, they're going to defame it. They're going to try to say it's a liar because it, it's a threat to their, their agenda. It's a harbinger. <laughs> now, do, now do him while he's eating donuts. Oh, it's a part of donuts. <laughs> and then he chokes and dies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they lived happily ever after with the turnip it's, princess. The way that he doesn't choke on powdered donuts is by soaking them in the blood of the unborn first. Oh, that's how I... Yeah, my yeah, goal is to get sued, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I won't feel legit until, I, until I've Can had Can you imagine that. Rush Limbaugh just listening to random obscure podcasts? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> He's like, what? These guys are making fun of me? Fuck them. <laughs> that's right. I will fuck the faces. <laughs> I would respect it if that was his position. <laughs> I would be like, shit, okay, Rush, sorry. <laughs> 
Carry on. Yeah. Literally, there will be skull raping. He really took that dark instantly. <laughs> I had no idea who I was dealing with. You're fucking with Rush Limbaugh, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's magnificent. Judging. Oh, oh, you can do the cash register sound, right? <laughs> I know you guys do it. Oh, yeah. We, we love our sound effects. You gotta love the Spring Hill Jack slap. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's all Flora magic, man. He Do you guys? That. I gotta ask. Whenever I hear Spring Hill Jack, no matter what, like the context of the account, I can't help but picture the monster in my pocket. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's what I picture. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's where that's where Flora got the idea for the episode. I'd never heard of him before we before he told me about it. He got it from the monster. That's so cool. That's so cool. Like I love those. I actually just recently at a comic store found issue number one of Monster in My Pocket, the comic series. And oh, a couple dude. other issues. It's not really worth money, but to me, that's a fucking fortune, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude, I had the, the Nintendo game. Oh, no way. That's cool. I've played it on a ROM. Yeah. I ordered on eBay a couple years ago the complete trading card set, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Let's I've go. been looking on eBay for just some random packs and stuff. The monsters in my pocket have been an amazing resource. Yeah, funnily yeah. enough. They're fucking awesome. I have oh. a I have a book of cryptozoology. We just we've already burned through it. It's done. Like we picked all the good ones. They do the bad ones. Just yeah, make well, we save those for the miscrypted content. That's right. Well, that, yeah, that was the whole point of a, a month of cryptids. We're like, oh, let's let's just get all these things. They're they're ten minutes and move on. I dig it. I love it because there's a lot of them that you've covered too that I've. I love hearing about them. There's some that I've forgotten about, and then you rekindle my interest in it. Nice. When I was a child, I sort of fashioned myself a. Uh, independently funded paranormal investigator i had no money so i was that's independently brilliant funded. yeah that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a cool life that's a cool life scheme his yeah. evp recorder was a well, talk boy have you ever seen invader zim like i was basically oh, that oh, kid yeah. before dib before that Damn. show came out that was me as a kid so that's great that's a great show yeah it is i when they that came out on netflix was like the best day ever <laughs> Yeah, I was a big <laughs> fan of uh, his comics before the show came out, so I was psyched when that came out. Nice. Yeah. That's legit. Please, if you are, if you're, bah, let me start that over. Nope, nope, you gotta keep nope, it. Nope, we're going, oh, it's live. <laughs> Please, if this is your first introduction to them, if this is your first introduction to us, go check out their podcast. It's superior. Even if this is neither your first introduction to either, go listen to their podcast, Blurry Photos, you can find it in the iTunes store. You can find it on their own website, blurryphotos.org. Go like their Facebook. Not.com. What? Nope. Right. Yeah, not .com. .com. Yeah, fuck blurryphotos.com. Because we can't generate profit. <laughs> if you want shitty photography of like you and your family, <laughs> go to blurryphotos.com. Please don't sue By us. By the way, an awful name to name your company. We hold no claim to the quality of their photographs. You're a photographer that's shooting yourself in the foot and not with a camera. Uh, I'm, I'm going to open a business called Mama Botulism's Catering. Yeah. <laughs> when you're done liking Blurry Photos Facebook page, you should hop on over to Fairpoint Podcast Facebook. <laughs> Facepoint. Boink. You should hop on over to Fairpoint Podcast no, Facebook No, you gotta, I'm not going to be able to edit that. <laughs> There are limits even to what I will do. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta say that again. Okay. When you're done over at Bur- <laughs> when you're done at Blurry Photos Facebook page, hop on over to Fairpoint Podcast page on Facebook. Yeah, give on us Facebook. a like. Check us out. Not on MySpace. We don't have a MySpace. No, there's no MySpace anymore. We don't have a Google Plus. Shit's outdated. That's like having VCRs. Yeah. Yeah. 
I saw uh, a, I saw a MySpace commercial the other day. Yeah. Why are you Why are you wasting money? We There's also commercials. Got a, we got a Betamax video that we're selling. Uh, <laughs> Is there any more of that Napster stock left? That's right. I would I would uh, encourage your listeners to start at Fairpoint Podcast. Yeah, and yeah. And if you're still feeling frisky, come on over to Blurry Photos. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like we're gonna have competitions between who has a better Facebook page. Uh, I think you're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> we're like once a week, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are too humble. You guys are fucking awesome. You guys rock the podcast of fear, the podcast of fear, whatever the fuck. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's like the blogosphere, but with too many syllables. Yeah, yeah way too many syllables. Yeah, agreed. And thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. And and also, if if this is your first time, listen to the the the, the rest of the episodes of Fairpoint. Do it. Do it. No, but, no, but, just the newer uh, ones. Just the newer yeah, ones. Uh, uh, don't go too far back, and I would caution you to do the same thing. I'm even going to go so far as to say, if you do feel like listening to Blow Your Photos, maybe you give Alistair Crowley a skip off the top. Hey, yeah. I like that episode, man. I think you guys are too hard on it. I was actually going to ask you what one you would suggest people that haven't listened to you start out with. Probably Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, I think Spring Hill Jack is our, 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 our favorite, most accessible. Yeah, episode, I think, 24 is, is that. The yeah, is. EVP's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, literally, the ones that you have mentioned, I mean, there's a reason that you did. You know, people, people yeah. like those. Those are good. Well, thank you for listening to any of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for entertaining me through the workday while I'm cleaning my room, all that shit. Thank you. And thank nice. you for Fucking listening awesome. to us in return. I didn't even know Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I was like, these guys. These guys are alive. like, who the fuck are these dudes? I think they're skipping in on our turf. <laughs> who the fuck are these? At? Oh, okay. They want to be our friends. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You can, I, you can... I think I think you and I are a lot alike. We'll start with hatred and then let people earn our respect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you hearing is... me, Bashar? I'm waiting. Yo, Crane. Earn it. <laughs> you know how to get in touch with me. This has been a pleasure. I sincerely hope we can do this again. Absolutely. From the secret room, I'm Nathan Cabasser. I'm Craig Lewis. I'm David Stecco. And I'm David Flora. And uh, next time you guys are out, maybe you're on a lonely stretch of road, it's dark out, you see something, you're not quite sure what it is, it's a little scary, just keep in mind, ain't nothing going on but the crane. Oh, I was going to say shoot first. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming right for us. (laughs) Trying to steal a little bit of your pun thunder there to close it out with. (laughs) Or as I like to call it, punder. Nice. You gotta put in a punder sound. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, I will do that. <laughs> right over those words you just spoke. Well done. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy your week. Thank you too. Thank yeah. you too. Take care, guys. Rock on, guys. sharks that always comes back to the whale sharks however however did a whale and a shark get together anyway
Yeah, their sweet, their sweet, beautiful union with a whale. There it's was a, a there was a mixture on a coral reef. You know, everyone <laughs> had a little too much to drink. You should let Tara Reid explain <laughs> it to you. Somebody was packing around a box jellyfish, so everyone's right the fuck out of their minds. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's all on a hit. Us up where we belong. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even know what an eagle is. So they can't even sing the next fucking line of the song. <laughs> 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 